Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? It's going good. I'm going to offer you this option. I got so, a splinter in my hand. Oh, no. Oh, no. What yeah. are you doing? I'm Woodwork? Not, there's not even wood in this, this studio, so I don't know how it happened. I got it out. We're good, guys. Is I give you the option... Because I can somehow manipulate sports outcomes. Oh. And both the Cowboys. I thought you were going to say you could manipulate me. <laughs> oh, I'm still working on that. We'll Nick. see. Is And both the Cowboys and the Eagles lose this weekend. You accept that deal, right? If they both lose? They both lose. Well, so where are you going with it? Because then we would have the tiebreaker to win the division, Mick, and all things. Oh, would be oh good you, in the I, world. I see what you're saying because you're you're assuming the Cowboys are winning out. That's right, or at least winning their last division game. Fair enough. Yes. So because the way I looked at it, if 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 they kind of both went out, this thing's going to go down to the fifth tiebreaking scenario. And I do believe. Though it is not locked in yet. I was doing that math last night. I think you're barely going to lose, but there's still an opportunity for that to shift. But I think you will barely lose in strength of victory. Yes. Uh, Strength of victory. I figured out right now the Cowboys uh, have only beaten three teams, 500 or more. Yeah. And Philadelphia has beaten eight teams, 500 or more. But – when Tommy DeVito comes crashing down on the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> well, all... if that happens, then it won't go that far. That's true. But also, like, in all seriousness, and I know we need to get to the Cowboys because they had plenty of their own struggles on Sunday. Right. This is an Eagles team that looks like they're reeling. You know what? I don't know that they can win quality games on the road. Yes. That sounds familiar. But no one's pointed that out, right? That's true. That is They've very lost true. three of their four losses have been on the road. Oh. How about that? And they have lost three in a row. Yep. Cowboys have won five of the last six. Yep. Yep. Uh, So, very interesting. Um, Yeah. And they lost at home. The Cowboys haven't. That's true. So, if I put forth this hypothesis, Uh the Cowboys win this weekend. They win the division. Do you think that is accurate? Um, I think, well, Philadelphia, the percentages are they're going to, they're going to win three. Don't you think? I, 
I guess. Do you think the Giants will beat them? I once? guess I think with the way they're playing right now, they're primed to lose one more. Uh-huh. And, so, and and like this is clearly the Cowboys' most difficult game because the Dolphins are a good team and you struggle on the road. With all due right. respect to Detroit, so I I am looking at this game. I know that's not what the Cowboys are doing, but I'm looking at this game thinking if you win, I think we're gonna take it. Well, the 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 chances are 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 better, right? For Although sure. For you sure. got to play Detroit the next week. For sure. So, yeah, that strength of uh, victory. You know, well, even if they beat Miami and Detroit, I it, there it's not going to get there. So you don't want to get that far down the road. Yes, no, I uh, I I agree with uh, I agree with all of that. So common opponents could end up being a push if they both yes. went out. Yes, and correct. so will the NFC record. Yep, that's amazing. You it is. get to the fifth. Well, I pointed out to Corey that if you got all the way down to the twelfth, it would be a <laughs> coin toss. There's a twelfth, Mickey. <laughs> There is. And this is the NFL, and they're like, I guess we just go with a coin flip. That's a good uh, research for you. See if it ever came down to the coin flip. Have we ever had a coin? I feel like there was a coin flip with the Baltimore years ago. Something happened. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm going to look real quick. I have to look that one up. A coin flip. (laughs) We will. Yeah, that is super weird to me. We will investigate that. In the meantime, yesterday Dan Quinn said, and I think we would all agree with this, is the biggest impact on the game for the Cowboys was tackling and ball hawking. They're usually good at both. They were good at neither. On well, Saturday. they had one ball hawked, just didn't count. That's true. That is true. Um, well, but if you think about some of the losses they've had, it was like that was the reason, tackling. Can, it, can that happen like three times in a season? That you just didn't tackle well. It can. I. I, I mean. I think. I think it absolutely can. Like they don't happen. know how to tackle on the road. Yeah. Something with the field they're playing on. Or, or maybe that. Maybe it's just they. That they, they get are, a good night's sleep. Yeah. Maybe or they just felt. You know what? We're. I'm not feeling it today. You know, and the whole team yeah, feels that way. Yeah. I just think. I, I mean, just don't I think thought, it can happen that often. I thought Buffalo. I mean, they did miss some tackles, but I thought Buffalo's plan was really good. And it was very similar to what Arizona did. Absolutely. Tack the edges, you know, run, run, run. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, don't take many chances throwing the ball downfield. And, you know, and that kind of been the recipe here if we we look at, uh, you know, the San Francisco loss, they just got beat, right? San Francisco was better. Yes. Uh, in that game. Um, the Philadelphia game, they were close. Um, inches away, but the other two losses, I think the reason it had come out of here anyway was tackling. Well, okay, but I thought those two game plans were very similar, and I thought it exposed what could be the Cowboys' deficiency on defense. Yeah, and, and Mickey, on the other side of it, the both teams kept the Cowboys from making some significant big plays downfield. And when the Cowboys are at their best – they are forcing their opponents to chase them, right? They're 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 right. up there. They're saying, "Hey, we're making big plays. Y'all are going to have to keep up with this today." And teams panic, go to, "Hey, we got to throw the ball," and that plays into what the Cowboys exactly. do well. And that's pass and rush. And that's why my contention that you've got to get a lead to help this defense. And when you defer the the coin toss, and Mike explained it on, I guess 
Monday about he was more worried about the wind um, than getting the ball first. Uh, that that's why he deferred. But to me, I I want this I want this team to have the ball. I I I think you're right. You can look at some of the parallels. You brought up San Francisco where they got smacked around first scoreless first quarter since San Francisco, and then when they did get the ball when they were in a hole, they punted five times, which is tied for again. You guessed it, San Francisco. Yeah, and and and. What is that? Four more punts than they had in the past two games. Yeah, anger was pretty good, by the way. If we could find some sunshine, true. Right? That dude did uh, punt the hell out of the ball. And, and think about the conditions he was punting in. You know, wet ball. Uh, you know, it's raining on some of those. Uh, so yeah, he 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 did a a really nice job. But again, um, you know, offensively, you know, we we've sort of uh, you know looked all at the defense on why giving up 31 points, but offensively uh, I thought Buffalo just kind of dominated them up front. I mean, you know, they ran the ball some, right? But 89 yards, 25 of those yards were on that last trash time scoring drive. Right. So what is that? 60, uh, 64. Yeah. You're not going to win many games. <laughs> Uh, 64 yards rushing. I don't care how many kind of good runs you had, but it wasn't enough. Um, and I thought that, uh, you know, and I'm sure, you know, all the haters out there, well, see, there's Dak, right? Well, he didn't have the time of day in the pocket. Maybe the second play of the game, right, when he had time to throw it deep. Uh, but other than that, uh, there was a lot of pressure on him. And, and it might not have all ended in sacks, but they were – they were nipping at his feet the whole game, and quarterbacks don't like that. Uh, so there was a reason. And if you go back and look, he didn't have a lot of open wide receivers either. And when he tried to fit in some of those passes, you know, they were kind of almost some of them 50-50 balls, and that's why they were getting broken up because okay. guys didn't have separation. I th- Okay, I'm glad you brought that up, Mickey, because that's where I – one of the things I didn't go real hard on was I felt like McCarthy probably could have seen and know and said, oh, okay, I see that they are not letting us do this stuff deep. Let's change the game plan up a little bit. And I, I felt like there wasn't an adjustment to that at any point. But even still, whenever there were shorter throws – they were contested like crazy from the secondary. And see, and that's what happens when you don't threaten teams with your running game. Then all of a sudden, they don't have to come to the line of scrimmage, right? They All of a sudden, they can back off and play in their little comfy zone. Uh, and, you know, Buffalo, you know, I, I think we forgot. I, I know what their record was coming into the game, but two of their losses were in overtime. And, and I think it was three more by five points or less. So they had some pretty close calls. Uh, and they've got something going now uh, these, these last few games, the, the way they've played. So they had won three, two of the last three, and now they won three of the last four. And suddenly a team that a lot of people thought was going to the Super Bowl right before the season started – you know, they may go into Miami for the final game of the season for the NFC East division title. Right. Very easily. So, and they're probably cheering for the Cowboys pretty hard this week. Oh, I have no doubt about <laughs> right? that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably so. After you cause problems, now it's like, oh, but we like that team. They're pretty good, you know. 
So, yeah, you know, it's just another lesson that this league is week to week. Uh, and and I know every, after every game, everybody wants to come to conclusion that this is what's going to happen going forward. And it just doesn't happen that way. Now we got to see if the Cowboys can prevent losing back-to-back games, right? What are they at, like 15 in a row, winning after a loss? Oh, it was it was it was like ten or eleven when they started the season. Yeah, wasn't it? and and so, so you they, don't count last year losing. Oh well, I guess they won no, in Tampa. The, yeah, never they, mind. that's right. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, I'm <laughs> talking in the season, not carrying over, right? Uh, so yeah, now you know they've they've won uh, a game after three of the losses this year, and now the the pr- pressure's on to do it four times. Yeah, that's where the pressure is right now. Yeah, I I mean look, How, go ahead. How's Zach Martin? Or are, are we? Is he? Have you is seen him? Fixed? Is he you fixed know what? yet? Uh, I don't know if he's fixed, but it, I I think it's something he can play through. I, I was told after the game that uh, when I said so, out for a while, and I kind of got a smirk like, mm, I don't think so. Okay. So and then Mike said it yesterday, and um, I think uh, Schottenheimer said it. So we'll see where it goes, and you know, it might be one of those things where. You know, you don't need to practice this week. Just be ready to play on Sunday. The other, the other, that would be good enough, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other question that keeps popping up on our fan text, Mickey, is Indomitian Sue. Can we go get? Can will he save the oh. Cowboys' run defense? Well, not if they're running on the edges. It's <laughs> a valid point, right? I mean, when you play him, that yeah. was always the deal. It's like, okay, let's make him go laterally and tire him out. And he hadn't played all year. Yeah, not played all year. Yeah. How's that working for all these guys that got traded that weren't playing or picked up that hadn't played all year? Ooh, I don't know. What is the – It's not going super great. Is it going poorly, Kevin? Yeah, it's not going super great. Oh, man. Or, you know, last night, did Shaq Leonard light up the defense? Yeah, you didn't see all those plays he made? (laughs) I heard his name once, but I I didn't watch (laughs) the Was it on a bad play? No, no, I think he might have made it. I, I, I was going to print out the play-by-play, and I didn't do it. Oh, yeah. He but, had four tackles last night, uh, three assisted, one okay. solo. Well, that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah, not a bad night. Didn't do much against the Cowboys. Two two tackles in that game. Yeah. Is uh, Did McCarthy say if everything's cool between him and Fossil after he had to yell at him for what happened on that punt block? Well, yeah, and did Fossil yell at him at any play calls he made? Oh my God! Whoa! Wow. Whoa. Oh, jeez, that's good. I would like you to ask that if you yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> If if that happens, I hey, coach, like, why didn't you take the ball? <laughs> I I would very much yes. like that to come up in one of these press conferences, Mickey. Look, I thought, I thought Fossil did a good job of explaining it, though. Right? He yeah, didn't no, back off. He said, you know, after what happened, we had like what three seconds or a short period of time to you know come in with the play and that's something we had discussed beforehand it wasn't like he you know looked into his hat and said oh let me pick this out right right I mean that was part of the potential game plan uh when he did it and heck it worked you know it it worked it's like you call a play and the guy drops it and it's like well that was a bad play call well no it worked the guy dropped the ball well I mean, you've got a very inexperienced guy playing special teams and uh, probably has not been in that situation too many times. 
and it worked. He just didn't, as Fossil pointed out, he went high instead of low, uh, where the ball's coming from, not where it's going, because it's probably going to go over your head. I still can't believe he missed the ball. So, yeah, yes, some technique practice, but I think that it can be worked out. And, yeah, and I, I mean, it's kind of hard to practice that, though, isn't it? <sighs> Dive lower. Uh, yeah, no, I think it'd be. I think you can figure it out. I Dive mean, you lower. can practice the technique, right? <laughs> you you can have have a ball coming out and uh, like a cushion on the ground, and then you dive and try to you know nail it. But then you put your punter in jeopardy, right? To practice it, because you really can't use the the jugs machine to do that, can you? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to ha- hire a fake punter for that, uh, so we can practice it, so they can they can get hurt, not or, our, or, not or, anger. Yeah, or like they do in hockey with an emergency goaltender. Yes, an emergency punter to practice. With. Yes, man, because we can't. Anger cannot get hurt. We can't have that dude was bombing. Very topical and a great transition into our next segment. Thank you very what much. What is Good it? Sir. I have to listen. Yeah, it's coming up next. Okay. Mickey. It's hockey. Stars cracking, <laughs> and should Dallas be worried about Otter? We'll talk about that next, thanks to the transition machine that is Mickey Spagnola on 105.3 The Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fan. Duchesne in tight, stick handles. They score! On the back door, Thomas Harley. Fancy masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan where the Dallas Stars are victorious over the Kraken. And I I have another question for you guys. We're going to get into hockey talk. I tried to walk Alec through this, and it seemed like he didn't want to stop listening to me talk forever. Would you want further detail about strength of schedule? Oh, my God. Strength of victory. Strength of victory. I'm sorry. Because there's a difference between strength of schedule and strength of victory. You're right. Strength of victory. Is strength of schedule on? Strength of schedule is the next. uh, next What's the difference between them? What is the difference between strength of victory and strength of schedule? Because you didn't necessarily win over all your uncommon opponents. So that could tip it one way or another. Okay. At some point, do you want to hear that? No, I I want go ahead and explain it. Okay, I'm just trying to tell everybody out there that's rolling their eyes about the strength of victory stuff. If you just win out and the Eagles lose out, then you don't have to worry about it at all. That that is a very astute point, and I agree with that. In the meantime, here's what I've come up with. All right, I'm all proud right. of you. It's essentially strength of victory if that's what it goes to. Because Mickey was bringing up, you're not going to win that. Probably not. However, not guaranteed. It goes like this, okay? Is 
the total number of wins. Sorry. Total of number of wins for all the teams the Eagles would have beaten thus far is 82. Okay. Yeah, assuming they went out. This is all going off the assumption that they went out. Okay. That's their grade. That's their no, 82 total numbers of wins. They have 82 wins? No. <sighs> this is going to be tough. There's only 17 games this year. If the Eagles went out, yeah. they would have victories over teams who would have a combined ah! 82 wins. Gotcha. So all the other teams wins. Correct. Gotcha. If the Cowboys went out, uh-huh. <laughs> they would have victories over teams who had a combined 77 wins. That's not enough. Sounds okay. like it's too low. Okay. It's too low for now. Here's what you need to happen in the final three weeks of the season. You need those uncommon opponents of yours to win Uh and of theirs to lose. You need the Lions, Panthers, and Chargers to go on a run outside of when you play the Lions. Yeah. And you need the Vikings, the Bucks, and the Chiefs to hit the skids. You need to overcome that five-victory deficit. So, become Panthers, Chargers, and Lions fans in the meantime. All right. And then root against the Vikings, the Bucks, and the Chiefs. Okay. If you can overcome that gap, then you can win. So, like I said, unlikely, but it could happen. You need Washington to win. You need... No. Uh, no. Well, I mean... Except it, for the last game. Washington is not in the mix. Okay. Here. Okay? It is... Vikings, right. the Bucks, and the Chiefs. We don't play the Vikings. Bucks I know, or- but you need them to lose because we're on the fifth tiebreaker, Corey. I know it's ridiculous, but we all we went all the way through it. Hey, are you the same? Yep. Division? Yep. Conference? Yep. Common games? Yep. So this is where we are. And I now I got one of those out of order. This is where we are. So you need to root for the Vikings, Bucks, and Chiefs to lose. And the Lions, Panthers, and Chargers to win. And you got a shot to take this down. What about the Cowboys? What are you rooting for them? I, they could win or lose. If the if they lose all the rest of their games, and the Eagles lose all the rest of their games, then what? Then we're in. We win. Really? Yep. Because the giant, uh, because the Eagles have two more division games, and so we would win by strength of divisional record. Are these questions I want to read? Or are they going to infuriate me? Lions play the Vikings twice. From the nine four zero, so check it out. <laughs> you need the Lions to win those games. All right, so the Lions. Hold on. The Li- okay, yeah. So the Lions, Look. we need to win, except for against the Cowboys. I will put out a handy dandy chart or something because right now it's just the scribblings of a crazy person. From the nine four zero, the right camera. There we go. But Danny DeVito is going to beat the Eagles at least once, if not twice. Okay. So why does it matter? I probably agree with that. Tommy DeVito, forget about it. So from the, and this is this is a, a a wild question from the six eight two. So if they were two and six when you played them, it doesn't matter if they finish nine and eight. It's where they finish by all relevant information that I can pick up. Is the NFL is lazy about this? <laughs> they don't look. Hey, I'm doing the work because they don't want to. They don't want to have to go and look and be like, hey, what the hell is this Jets record then? I don't know. Was it 1-0? That's 1,000. They're undefeated. What a great win by the Cowboys. They don't do it like that. They just take everybody's record at the end and be like, put it in the same category. All right. So for the rest of this, what if the Lions end up tying 
with the Cowboys. Does it that they head to head? That was all that matters. If the Lions end up tying with the Cowboys, you're going to get a definitive result one way or another because you're probably not going to have the same record as the Eagles. Okay. And then if the Eagles tie, but the, I to might have like just leave. to have second place in the in the conference is what I'm kind of looking at. I know okay, you're yeah, trying to win yeah, a division. Yeah, yeah. Does that does that is that a different set of algorithms here? <sighs> I'm gonna have to go back or to the. I'm gonna have to theorems? go back to the drawing board okay don't worry about it right now all oh, we're man. worried about is the eagles please god don't worry don't, about the rest of it please god don't tie the lions or else we are screwed <laughs> oh no that's not good that you saying that doesn't make me feel any better but yeah these are these are some of the games that you want to look at. If you want to it add. It sounds confusing. You know what? And it is. And somebody brought up a, an astute point if you want to go even further. You also want the Bills to lose and the Seahawks to win. If you're going off of common opponents that you did beat or they did beat versus you. I, 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 I know it's a lot. But here's what it comes down to. I'm hoping this works. Mm-hmm. The Lions... The Panthers, the Chargers, Seahawks, root for those teams. All right. The Vikings, Bucks, Chiefs, and Bills root against those teams. Sounds easy, man. Can you make that uh, chart for me and just print it out and laminate it? I will work on that. And can the Cowboys still have a first-round bye? Yes, it is conceivably possible. However, that is expecting a lot from the San Francisco 49ers. Niners need to lose two. Yes. And And the Cowboys need to win out. Yes. At this point, yes. like everything will change next week. Yes, and if they all, all of this could change next week, and the Niners need to lose too. Guess what? Their their next three opponents are the Ravens, which they could lose that one, the Commanders, and the Rams. So those those games right there could factor in. I think Rams can give them a tough time in San Francisco, but the Ravens have to go give them a tough time in San Francisco as well. From the 817, how does bowl season impact the tiebreakers? If Texas wins, the Cowboys are in, correct? I can't. I can't. I'm told. From the 817, did I say that? Why is Kevin calling everyone's points stupid? I don't think I said that, did I? Did I say astute? You said astute. Oh, no, that's a good thing. (laughs) No, that's absolutely a good thing. Now, at this point, you might be wondering, why did you play a Stars highlight to come back to this? And that's a fair point is it really is because he wanted to come back with a Niners highlight and I said no Corey that's vetoed why it. no I actually did want to talk about the stars and their 4-3 overtime win over the Kraken last night now we can talk about that game specifically or we can dive further into Jake Ottinger where would you like to start uh let's go ahead and start with Jake Ottinger because okay. I'm very concerned about him all right so Jake Ottinger left the game against Ottawa which you also won. Good job. But he gave up goals on the first two shots, Mm. and then he exited with a lower body injury. Okay. All right? So he didn't travel with the team, and my concern is he didn't actually injure himself. He just got to the tipping point of a pre-existing injury when he left. Okay, and that pre-existing injury... How much of that was causing the very poor outings you were getting leading up to that? And I think you have to say, I hope quite a bit, right? And by the way, Jake Ottinger had an amazing quote. If you go back just a few weeks, like, what a self-aware quote this is right now about that loss to Vegas. You remember the home game where they got hammered by Vegas? It's like 6-1. to one. 
and he said, you can't hide out there at all. When you're struggling, you can't go hide in a cubicle. There's 18,000 people watching. Yes. And, and I appreciated that. But take a look at his numbers. And this is why I think a lot of people have felt like there's something still bothering him. That he was like, I can power through, I can power through. But something happened in the tipping point against the Senators that he's like, I can't power through anymore. His save percentage, 904. His goals against average, 2.85. Both of those would be the worst of his career. Corey, there are not 35 teams in the NHL. However, Jake Ottinger's save percentage is 37th in the league, and his goals against is 35th in the league. Okay, yeah. So he's worse than some... Like either split goalies or secondary goalies so far. He's had a rough go. Would you chalk it up to that then? Because that's what I'll have to leave it at, other than there came a point where the team, the players on the team didn't trust him anymore. The coach didn't trust him. And, and he lost faith in himself. I, so that's why I want to go with the injury because that's what I got to feel. To your point, yeah. what's on the other side? Well, what's on the other side is he hasn't been playing well and now he's hurt. Yeah. And that's a scary place to be. Yeah. And, and like we, you know, when it comes with the yips, when we, Jared Saltalamakia had the yips right back right. in the day. And you're just like, well, we have to give up on player. And even though we know the player has so many good uh, opportunities and talents and skills that he can use, we just have to move on because we have a season we have to worry about. We have other things that we're looking forward to here. So that's where kind of I am with Ottinger is this team – has an opportunity to have another great season and be in position to go uh, a very long way. Can Ottinger, if it's just mental, can he find that again by the playoff time? There's plenty of season for that, but if it's physical, that's a completely different thing. You know what? And what is interesting about that when you said playoff time, the good news in the meantime is picking up two points left and right has gotten the stars back to the top of the central division. Now, I, I know at no point were they like falling way out of the mix, but you do hold an advantage over Colorado and Winnipeg. I know they have the same number of points as Colorado, but you have a game in hand on them and you're a point up against Winnipeg and it looks like Nashville wants to hang around in this race, but you are still staying at the top of the central for now, which would obviously be imp important for the playoff positioning that you were just referencing. Let's do it. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We'll definitely drop the math way down from here. Does that sound good? For me. Okay, good. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, the latest info on NFL MVP. Plus, could you outrace a hawk? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Hurts drops back, has time, loads up, throws. A.J. Brown, the defense. It's intercepted. Does he keep his feet in? He does. Seahawks ball. The interception made by Love. This guy's going nuts for the Seahawks defense, making big plays. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan, which moves the Dallas Cowboys back into first place in the NFC East for now. All right, explain strength of victory and Hopefully you've all survived and you're on the other side of it and still listening to us. So right now, let's have a little bit more fun as we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Deep. And we start, Corey, with what you've been waiting for. Chaos. Are we doing more 
trying to figure out no, the playoff no, 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 scenarios. No, 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 This is Eagles chaos. Right. Okay, Not gotcha. play. No, I promise. We'll be done with that. Gotcha. Jalen Hurts channeled his inner Stephen Jones and said, I've been talking about execution all year. Being on the same page. Being everybody. Being on the same page. I don't think we're all committed enough. Got to turn it around. That's a pretty, there's more to it, but it's a pretty big statement right there. I don't think we're all committed enough right now with only three games left in the regular season. Uh, I, and you have to question who he's calling out. Like, what's, who's he saying is not committed? Is it, is it his receivers, offensive line, his defense? They've dealt with some injuries. There's some problems there. Uh, their defense just changed defensive play callers out of nowhere. Uh, so there was a lot going on there. They, They've had some moments where things went very easy for them because they were Philadelphia and they were the reigning Super Bowl losers. Uh, they they had that the, a couple of moments where they said, you know what, we win these games because, you know, well, we played as hard as we had to right. and y'all played as hard as you could and we don't really have to fix anything. And now they have some adversity and they have to learn how to fix it. And I think that's where, where they stand, trying to figure out what the bigger problems are and how much harder they have to work. But I think they got complacent and they got a little lackluster in their preparation. And that's where that's where I don't know if you build that habit over a season, if you can just correct it. And so that's that they're stuck with that at the moment. Yeah, that's an interesting. And uh, he didn't look good last night either. Even if he was sick, I know the buildup was, oh, my gosh, he's sick. He's going to have a flu game. And then he didn't. Uh, but they, he didn't look good either. So I don't know who he's, if he's calling himself out in that, in that conversation as well. Yeah. And Jalen hurts set the franchise record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. And he tied cam Newton for the most rushing touchdowns in a season with 14. He is also the first ever quarterback in NFL history with consecutive seasons of double digit rushing touchdowns. And he's done it three straight years. And you pointed out, that's all fine and well. They lost. Yeah. Hey, like, listen, you can you can run the ball and be, a, and be great in that spot. But you also have to deliver the big-time throws when it matters the most. And there have been moments this season where that's been missing, too. You have a lot of fear in the weapons that they have. And it feels like everything should just flow for them. But it hasn't flowed the way that they expected to. I'll, I'll say I do feel like the injury, the 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 knee injury he's dealing with. There are some moments where I'm like, oh, he's not doing some things. He's protecting. You watch him; he looks like he's protecting some stuff. Right. Uh, but it's you know the, the quarterback position. It's uh you got to be able to do all of those things together. Who has been one of our favorite people to talk about on this show in maybe the last week or two? <sighs> That's a football player. In your division, uh, you you guys have loved talking about Tommy DeVito. Oh, uh, it's oh, been oh, it's Tommy DeVito. All right, here's the deal. We've got our first whiff of Tommy DeVito controversy. Now I'm going to go ahead and blame this on his agent because surely Tommy DeVito is a man of the people. You've seen his agent, right? Would, <laughs> man, his agent is straight up out of central casting. He's it, my hero. It feels like he's doing a bit, right? But he's no, not. it's a lifestyle, Kevin. Which, I know, and that's probably rude to say it feels like he's doing a bit. I apologize for that. Is, <laughs> I'm telling you, I swear, you're not going to believe me. I'm not making this up. So there's a local pizzeria. Why Conig- are you saying it like this? Coniglio's Old Fashioned. 
It's in Jersey. That's a fact, by the way. My accent might not be a fact. The pizzeria is... It's is... called Coniglio's Old Fashioned in New Jersey. Tommy DeVito will now not be at Coniglio's today as originally planned. Here's the deal. This is where I'm going to blame his agent because Tommy DeVito's a man of the people. He is embroiled in a pizzeria feud. The the appearance fee was going to be $10,000. A lot. First of all, I was shocked to learn that. But the agent now said $20,000, and this is the quote. This is always a good go-to because everybody loves the small business people. Quote, we're a small family-run business and decided $20,000 was a bit steep for two hours. Now, that's tough to reconcile with. We could totally do $10,000 for two hours. But... I do see their point. You can't make an agreement and then just double the price. Not cool. I agree with that part. I also agree that that once they saw that doubling, they were like, I don't even know if we can sell enough pizzas in those two hours to make up that $20,000. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, man, that's uh, why would his agent do that? Why would his agent set a price and then raise the price to a price that you couldn't pay and you would have to lose your kneecaps for it. Like, that oh, doesn't make any whoa, sense hey, oh, if you don't pay it. Whoa. That's we're, a, we're just talking. That is weird. I, I guess whoa. they recognize Tommy DeVito's future in football might be short-lived. You shut your mouth. You need him to help us these last It three might weeks. be short-lived. I, I get it. You're hoping it. I have other thoughts, I Kevin. I have other places I've, I'm putting my faith in. Uh, but, yeah. like <laughs> the uh, So... I just, I think they're seeing they got to get that money grab while they can because this might not last forever for him. He's going to be replaced by Daniel Jones next year. Oh. And from the 302, yes, I can confirm. You're not blocked. What is Pizzagate? Oh, my God. What is that? Don't. Just look it up on your own time. Leave it there. Please, God, don't bring that to the air. All right. No, stop it. Okay, Alec, I'm going to go to you. With oh side. yeah, I forgot that about that. Things. That was fun. Turn off. Quarters. That was a long time ago. Fun. That was a long time ago. Is that ago, what dude. we would say? RG three beat a hawk in a forty yard dash. Now I understand your question might be, but why? Don't know. It happened. Do you think you can outrun a hawk in a forty yard dash? Yeah, I could. I could clear a hawk. Yeah. So confident. You do, Absolutely. You do realize the red-tailed hawk flies 120 miles an hour. I'll go 121, Corey. But there's no <laughs> way that's you, the hawk that RG3 was racing, right? No, nah, he raced an auger buzzard, which oh, there is not enough sufficient data. You just to, made that up. Nope. I looked it up. Uh, there's not enough sufficient data to show how fast they can fly. But there, yeah, is, there, sufficient, is, there is sufficient data to show how cute they are. Uh, that's what we hey, found that's, out. That's well, I guess, yeah, if they tracked that, then they know that it's slower than, uh, than yeah. RG3. But what I think is really funny here is instead of going and getting a red-tailed hawk to race, because that would be difficult, right? Because they fly 120 miles an hour. He said, find the slowest damn hawk you can find, and I'm going to go out here and race this one. Here's what happened. That hawk would have won the race if the Hawks trainer stood somewhere else, because you'll see you probably have better things to do with your time, but that's why I'm here. 
is RG3 closed out and won this race because the trainer for the Hawk, or its handler, if you will, was right at the finish line. So the Hawk, it's a Hawk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know it's in a race. Of course it doesn't. It curved off at the end and slowed down so it could gracefully land on its trainer's arm. You put that trainer further down the field, that Hawk's going to keep on hustling. From the 817, Hawks have tiny legs. They're not fast runners. From they, the 469, do you know how slow birds walk? He got to fly. So that's even that's, that's even cheating. wilder. He didn't even have I to probably should have. He didn't even have to that. deal with ground that's friction. Regulation. Yeah, there's no ground friction. He's just floating through that's the sky. Point. That's a good point. I probably poor journalism on my part. I didn't tell you at the beginning. The hawk flew during the race. It did not run because then I'm definitely taking RG three. That hawk <laughs> had to just run. <laughs> Little talons are gonna get stuck in the turf. I, I think it is pretty cool. And RG three didn't he do it in like dress shoes too? He did. So and like, like that, a button up shirt and everything. That is pretty fun. So look, we need a rematch. No, Hawk we don't. With its handler down the field, and RG three allowed to wear more comfortable athletic wear. Can we get a, a faster hawk instead of the auger buzzard? We need this rematch. That didn't even first. sound like a hawk. A buzzard sound. It's that, not real. Yeah. Buzzards are, they just flap around every once in a while and then eat stuff off that you ran over. And apparently lose races. All right, let's go from that to the latest MVP odds. As you can probably guess, Brock Purdy has become quite the favorite to win MVP. Lamar Jackson is now firmly second. And in most places, Dak Prescott remains third. There is a sports book or two where you can find him even up with Josh Allen, but for the most part, Josh Allen is fourth. And then there's a pretty good drop off until you get to Christian McCaffrey at fifth. Really? Yep. And like for everything that's being said about Christian McCaffrey, they're like, we couldn't do without him. Yeah. That, the, that's, that's fascinating that the voters are like, yeah, it doesn't matter what he's doing. There was a streak that came to an end for Brock Purdy. He had seven straight games in which he had completed at least 70% of his passes. Tell me if you think this is a weird category. So he joined Drew Brees and Sam Bradford as the only players who'd ever done that. The record is held by Joe Montana at eight. So it's Joe Montana, Drew Brees, Sam Bradford, and now Brock Purdy. Um, I don't know what to say there. Sam Bradford was a miserable NFL quarterback. He was. It had ostrich. And then... Finally, in case you're so inclined, in 2024, Tom Brady will star in the greatest roast of all time on Netflix. So if you like the comedy They're going to roast him? Yes. Wow. Yeah. What What are you making that face well, for? Just like if you brought a date and be like, oh, I heard she's pregnant, Tom. Oh, sit back down. Don't leave. I'm <laughs> I don't know. Is that... That doesn't feel like that's too much. Because he spends time with the kid, Kevin. He doesn't have to spend time with the woman. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, like, we've obviously I agree with that. (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.